missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. And it's daylight saving time, Shaw. Mm-hmm. No, no S on that saving. Correct. No S. So Factor Bullcrap, Shaw, Daylight Saving Time Edition. Oh, boy. What do you know about Daylight Saving Time? Well, I'm a little tired today. All right. That's why it's uh, National Napping Day. Mm-hmm. Take Timely. a nap. Take a nap, Shaw, when you get home. You oh. going to take a nap? You can try and... Uh, if I can, that'd be great. It's going to be a good day for it. Kick this cold, so... It's going to be uh, rainy in 50, yep. so... Good napping weather. Listen to the sound of the pouring rain. The first Monday after we spring forward, which, of course, is today... Is associated with a 24% spike in heart attacks. Is that fact or bullcrap? That seems like a large number, but let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Because you're more likely to have a heart attack if you're underslept. The opposite happens when we fall back. There's a 21% drop in heart attacks. So. so we just need a little more sleep. Yeah, basically. Fact or bullcrap, daylight saving time edition here on The Morning Sickness. With We use 17% less electricity because of daylight saving time. Is that fact or bullcrap, Shaw? Well, the notion is it's designed to save electricity, but I'm going to call bullcrap on that one. The idea that it saves a ton of energy is a myth. Yes, we save a little, but uh, because we don't use any lights uh, or don't use them as much, but uh, light bulbs are super efficient now, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, we end up using our air conditioners more when the sun sets later, uh, so it doesn't really help much, af- if at all. So well, you're two for two here with daylight saving time. Back to bullcrap, daylight saving time edition. You're 6,000 times <laughs> more likely, 6,000 times more likely to stub your toe today. Is that fact or bullcrap? <laughs> uh, 6,000 times, you say. Yeah. It's just an arbitrary number like uh-huh. that. Uh, I'll call bullcrap. You're probably more likely to bump into stuff, but that one is completely made up, obviously. Uh-huh. Fact or bullcrap, daylight saving time edition here on The Morning Sickness. Research shows... There will be about a 3% uh, fewer assaults today than next Monday. Assaults, like physical assaults. 3% less assaults today yeah. than next Monday. I don't know why that would be, but let's say fact. Hoo-ah! Four for four, Shaw. You're doing well right now. You're doing pretty good. A study looked at over 10 years of crime stats from America's biggest cities, and there's a 3% drop in assaults when we spring forward. Huh. Then there's a spike when we fall back, and they don't know why. Huh. They don't know why, Shaw. That's scary. Maybe because we're asleep. Well, it's the aliens. That's why. Right? Okay. Last but not least, here Factor Bullcrap. Try and finish with a uh, with 100% <clears throat> here, Shaw. Here we go. Daylight saving time edition of Factor Bullcrap. Less than half the countries in the world use daylight saving time. Is that Factor Bullcrap? Less than half the countries in the world. I think that's true. Let's say fact. Oh, my goodness, Shaw. You got it right. Less than 40% of the world's countries observe daylight saving time. Mm-hmm. There's a big push to get rid of it, as people it's don't, kind of archaic, really. don't I mean, quite understand the purpose. It allowed farmers to work longer in the fields during the day. I don't know that. Look, if you got to work in the field, you got to work in the field when you work in the field. It doesn't matter what time of day it is, right? Well, the dark is why, but. Well, yeah. the dark doesn't change just because the clock changes. The dark is the dark until it's not dark. It doesn't matter if it's at 7 a.m. Sure. or 8 a.m. Well, days get longer, though. There's less Who dark. Who cares, though? It doesn't matter if you got to be in the farm. It's You got to get out there as soon as the sun comes up. By the way, shout out to teachers this week, Shaw. Uh-huh. It's Friday the 13th. Oh, it's a full moon. Yep. And it's parent teacher conferences, and there was a time change. Oh, boy. <laughs> so salute hats off big you've week got a for big, the teachers, big, yeah. big big week big mm-hmm. week big week and the weather's warming up and yeah. kids attention yeah. spans oh, yeah. are getting shorter and 
out of their minds trying to get outside and not pay attention to anything. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. Losing an hour yesterday with daylight saving time tends to uh, throw people off, Shaw, and that's Mm -hmm. why some people might be running late today. Here are some uh, excuses for being late to work this morning. If you're running behind, take one of these and and roll with it. You fell for one of those internet hoaxes called coronavirus. (laughs) Download here. Fell for it, Shaw. Fell for it. You forgot you had a job. <laughs> Sorry. It slipped That's my mind. You. I forgot I had a job. Oh, is it Monday? I go to work I was on drinking heavily this weekend, mm-hmm. so that might have contributed. Forgot. Some excuses for being late to work this morning here on the Morning Sickness at 95.7 The Rock. Let's just say this toilet paper shortage is really becoming a problem. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a real thing. It's, it's an issue, not. Shaw. Yeah, people are hoarding. Uh, you drive very slowly when you're texting. Don't, don't, don't do that. Do that. No, Unless your name is Decker, then you don't slow down for anything. Guy drives like a maniac, and I loved it. It was great. We actually got there in good time. Normally, it takes, what, an hour and a half to get to Eau Claire? We got there in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Some excuses for being late to work this morning here on the Morning Sickness at 95.7 The Rock. Somebody at CVS stabbed you in the head over the last bottle mm-hmm. of PRL. Yeah. I, I forgot to look. I was in stores this weekend, and I thought to, you know, take a look and see what's available, see if they're putting see up little Saturday signs. Night Live this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just putting lube in a bottle with a Purell right. label on it. Debbie Downer made her return. That was pretty funny. Uh, some more excuses for being late this morning, Shaw. You had to drive back to your house because you forgot your thermos of vodka. I mean, coffee. Oh, coffee, yeah, right. <clears throat> coffee. Mm-hmm. Thermos full of it. Mm-hmm. Gets through the day. Uh, even though you're a millennial, being woke doesn't apply to mornings. Things, uh, so I'm yeah. woke later in the day, yeah. like mid-morning. Like three, <laughs> three in the afternoon is when I get woke. Your company needs to be reminded how stupid it was to hire you. Right. Look, you, the reminder. You hired me. It's your fault. Your fault. You did this to yourself. Some more excuses for being late this morning on the morning sickness on 95.7 The Rock. You work on the Tulsi Gabbard campaign, so you forgot you still had a job. (laughs) Apparently that's still going on. It is, yes. She's still in it to win it, right? Technically. Is there an explanation as to why? But she hasn't won anything, right? She hasn't really. She's not really even campaigning, so she's just on the ballot. So maybe she didn't file the paperwork? Like. Hey, I'm not. I'm not All doing you have it. To do but is I say just say something. Right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, don't you just have to have a press? Like, sorry, right. we're we're packing it in. Maybe it's not causing her very much. Right. She's not stayed. campaigning. She's not running ads. She's just on the ballot. Elizabeth Warren was dancing on Bloomberg's grave this weekend on SNL. I don't know if you saw that clips. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, uh, excuses for being late to work this morning here on the Morning Sickness on ninety-five seven The Rock. You're not late for work today. You're just early for tomorrow. There you go. Mm-hmm. Way early. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You show up at three o'clock this. This afternoon, you're not late for Monday. You're way ahead of the game for Tuesday. There you go. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. One of my uh, dreams now that I'm older is uh, to work from home and never have to leave the house. And I don't have to worry about stuff like coronavirus. I can just be at home and be around the dog. You don't dogs. sound too worried about it as it is. I'm not. I, I, as I was saying to Gene earlier, I... I wrestle with the fact that we're in the media and we have to talk about this, but I also don't want to contribute to the overall panic of the whole thing because it's really uh, kind of stupid to me. I This is just my personal take on it. I just think that it's overblown. And <laughs> well, I think it's important that we get the proper information out there. Yes. You know. Well, as I was saying to Gene, I, I, you know, every story that I read, I you click on the link and you open it up and you start to read, and then about three paragraphs down is where they start to tell you how 
everyone should settle down. It's not really that big of a deal, and it's mostly for old people or people who have respiratory problems and only, you know, it's basically like you get the flu well, and then you got the gotta, most part, I mean... Right, the panic recover, is, yeah. is just the fact that... I mean, you go to Yahoo, and all the stories on Yahoo.com right now are about coronavirus, and it's just kind of like... Uh, well, I think it's a topic people are interested in. I understand in because- that, but that's what I mean, though. I wrestle with that because mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk about it because it's just like ad nauseum, dude. But if I could work from home, that would be a definite side uh, for me, a benefit of, of getting that. If I mm-hmm. could just say, hey, look, I'm sorry, I think I might have it. How long can I get away with that, by the way? Well, quarantine period is two weeks, so. That's it? What so if I got one of those weeks. six to eight week ones? Didn't you right. say something about six to eight weeks? Is that just old people? Uh, those with underlying medical conditions can take longer to recover. From I got high percent. blood pressure. I'd take a pill for it every day. That's not going to work. God, so what about this, this working from home? Here are some working from home tips. If you're going to be working from home, sure. It's, okay. That's a real thing for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm so jealous of people who get to work from home. Sons of bitches. Uh, avoid family, friends, or pets. Or in your case, pets. Yeah. Ouch. Those others, not so much. You not get it, job. Worry, yeah. That's all, you don't have any. Some uh, tips from working uh, from home. If you're going to be doing that over the next few weeks, is you be, keep yourself sequestered. Uh, listen to music, but not men at work, because that's ironic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, raise your Hard Rock Cafe, or uh, excuse me, pair your Hard Rock Cafe T-shirt with some smart sweatpants to keep things professional, Sean. Absolutely, dude. I dress can just, code. Not sweatpants. that I got to dress up for work. I, I I don't, in fact. And I always tell people that's one of my favorite things about working in radios. I don't have to wear a, a suit or anything. But boy, oh boy, boy you, you think really you think comfy. I don't get dressed up right now? <laughs> it's gonna get boxers, lots right? of naked sandwich eating. Uh, top tips for uh, people who gotta work from home. Build a permanent workspace inside your couch cushion fort. <laughs> Ooh, I like forts. There you go. Build that couch cushion fort. Mm-hmm. And Snuggle underneath. Be like Costanza. Get a little, uh, de- you know, desk oh, nap. Desk nap. Uh, take short breaks from the computer so you don't get those weird bags under your eyes like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> he does look tired a lot, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure your conference call isn't uh, accidentally a video conference call before you start clipping your toenails. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. They don't want to see you clipping your toenails. They also don't want to see the guy with the balloons behind you, right? Isn't that the deal? Ah. Get that blur option Uh now. A couple more tips on uh, working from home, Shaw. To make your workday identical to the one in your office, fill your coffee cup with vodka. (laughs) You'll think you're at work. Yeah, just like I'm standing around the water cooler drinking some vodka. And uh, last but not least, uh, tips for uh, those of us who have to work from home. Try to get at least one thing done before you start looking at porn on the internet. Mm-hmm. One thing. I, str- I struggle with that. I'm at home. Nobody's around. I got yeah, the computer. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be like doing feel like you're getting some... something done first. Yeah. Oh, I was getting something done. I, okay, worry. too much. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. I wrote an article earlier this morning, Shaw, for our website, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, about where you keep your ketchup. Just read that. Now, when I first, I, I am reactionary, right? That's kind of what I do around here. Um, when okay. I first read it, I, I was like, you've got to be crazy to not put ketchup in your fridge, right? You get a bottle of ketchup, you keep it on the shelf. That's where the mustard you, goes. When you open it up, you put the bottle of ketchup in the fridge. Mm-hmm. But there is apparently a British website called Witch, kind of like our Consumer Reports website, asking experts which condiments you should store in the fridge and which ones you can keep in the cupboard. Peanut butter. See, my husband and I had this discussion about peanut butter and... You put peanut butter in the fridge? No, it goes in the cupboard. But how about syrup? Either or. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's in my cupboard. Well, sometimes it's in... The fridge, sometimes it's in the cupboard. 
it's weird because like the the Mrs. Buttersworth of the world, you know, or whatever the the stuff that comes in the plastic. Yeah. I usually put those in the fridge, but like the Vermont maple syrup, like the little bra- the, the, the like brown mm-hmm. jugs, pure maple syrup, yeah, cupboard. in the cupboard. <laughs> but so. No, there's now, no real right answer. My for entire that. life, I've put ketchup in the fridge. So when I read this, I'm like, "Well, you're a nutso person if you don't put ketchup in the fridge." But then I started to think about it, and I started to think about where do I get ketchup from, right? Other than my house, if you go out to eat, right? They bring the ketchup. Usually, it's in like some sort of holder type thing, right? Maybe it's got a mustard mm-hmm. and a ketchup and a ranch mm-hmm. and the salt and the extra mm-hmm. napkins and all that stuff. They don't put those in the fridge. You go to a fast food joint and you get the little cup and you get the squishy, you know, you squish down on the handle and you get the ketchup. Mm-hmm. That's not refrigerated. You get the packets in the drive-thru. That's not refrigerated. Hasn't killed you yet. No. and uh, Well, because it's mostly sugar and preservatives. I mean, there's nothing really. There's no tomatoes in there. It's just red. <laughs> it's red Does and it sugar. Does it But refrigerator uh, after opening? People on Twitter and on the internet are basically shocked by experts saying that ketchup should not go into the fridge. The article says there's no need to keep ketchup in the fridge. Not only does it contain vinegar, but tomatoes are naturally acidic and this helps to preserve the product in uh, room temperature conditions. Does it last longer if I put it in the fridge? Most people put it in their fridge yes. because they prefer a chilled taste, but otherwise it doesn't need to be refrigerated. So where do you keep your ketchup, Shaw? I keep mine in the refrigerator. That's exactly where mine goes. And I'm not going to change that, but I, it did make me pause and think about <clears throat> this whole debate about where your ketchup goes. Because we I, probably refrigerate things that don't necessarily oh, need to be refrigerated. Certainly. Yeah. I think there's a lot of old wives' tales, you know what I mean, or, or, or old family traditions where you just put stuff in the fridge to keep it cold and keep it lasting longer where you don't necessarily have to. See, we always had syrup in the fridge, so when my husband suggested that that could be kept in the cupboard, I was like, what? what? <laughs> Why would we do that? And, then, else? and now it's in the cupboard because I, I get it, but we, but it just was in my fridge growing up. We keep up. batteries in our fridge. Do you do batteries in the fridge? I know you can, but no. We also keep our uh, medicines like uh, NyQuil, like liquid NyQuil, stuff mm. like that in the fridge. I don't mm. think you have to. But. No. Cool, dry place, so cupboard. Yeah. I bought some tortilla shells the other day. Yeah. It says refrigerate after opening. I've never refrigerated tortilla shells before, right? They're like bread. I don't right. refrigerate a loaf of bread. Why would I refrigerate, you know, tortilla shells? And then I was cutting into a roll of summer sausage yesterday mm-hmm. for a snack. And I saw at the bottom of it, it says, no need to refrigerate. I'm like, oh. yeah, there is. It's meat. Oh. What do you mean no need yeah, to refrigerate? Think about, think about when you go to the, the store, you know, like a quick trip, right? They got a bunch, yeah. of, a bunch of beef jerky meat sticks that right. just sits on the counter. There. I know. I mean, there's so much. It depends on, yeah, what it is for sure, obviously. Like dried salami and stuff like that can be. Like personally, I'm going to put the ketchup in my fridge. That's Me how too. I'm going to do it. That's the way I've always done it. I bet it. it lasts longer. I bet the shelf life is well, I know shorter. where to find it. How long does it take to go through a bottle of ketchup? You got 7,000 kids at come over here. Not long at my house, right. but how about yours? Wow, man, we had stuff in there from 2014. <laughs> my, I told my wife to just, like, we moved stuff from the old house that was already past due into the new house, and I told my wife on Let's, Sunday when we were cleaning up and going, you know, kind of cleaning the house up and doing a little spring cleaning, and I said, hey, go through the refrigerator and throw away anything that's old. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not really, uh, other than, like, actual fresh food that goes bad I, most like sauces and stuff that sit in your door you know on uh, I, I feel like all that stuff just gonna last forever anyways right like they put expiration dates on cans of peas is that ever gonna go bad <laughs> is a can of peas ever gonna go bad Shaw mm, yeah ever but like when I don't know I'm sure they'd be good for a long time yeah right. I would think a long time so ketchup where does it go Shaw fridge yeah absolutely mm-hmm. right next to the mustard oof
Get a good grain mustard. Mm. Mm. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. We have people bring in their pickles. And then you just eat them? As long as they're not spicy. I can't do anything with hot peppers or anything in there. I'm talking garlic. I'm talking dill. I'm talking sweet pickles. I'm talking all the... Bread and butter pickles. Yeah, sweet pickles. I'm talking all sorts of weird flavors that I'm not ready yet. Uh, Sweet pickles and bread and butter are different. Yes, sir. Pickle Fest, Gene. It's a thing. Well, we have Wiener Fest. We do. We have River Fest. You can have your pickles at your we- with your Wiener. We have October Fest. Mm-hmm. We have Cran Fest. We have Butter Fest. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Garden Fest, right? Isn't Irish there Brat Fest, Fest down in Brat Madison? Fest in Madison. Why are we not? I looked online. There's a Pickle Fest in Durham, North Carolina, which seems pretty popular. And also far away. Yeah, I'm not going to Durham, North Carolina, but I would enjoy a pickle fest here on the cross. When could we do pickle fest? Do a mini one at Wienerfest. You could have your. I I don't want. It's too soon. I gotta. I, I we, we need to. Need to be. It's some... not for two more months. That's too soon. It's not... <laughs> what do they call that thing? We gotta. We gotta. Plan. No, not plan. The the, the catchy term. That everybody says. Uh... Workshop this thing. We gotta workshop it. I don't not yeah. work. I'm not workshopping your pickle fest. Maybe maybe That's I'll talk thing. to Art and Giefer down there, and when they open up the They're center, too again. busy. They got yeah, stuff but when, going. Like a little official relaunch, pickle fest at the lacrosse center. Come check out the new lacrosse center. We'll do little pickle stations all around the center. Do tours, pickle tour, walking pickle tour. I'm just spitting. I'm just spitting, spitting ideas here. Mm-hmm. Write these down. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Get that paper. Nope. Write it down. Walking pickle tour around nope. the lacrosse center. Mm-hmm. The newly renovated lacrosse center. I don't want any part of you. Pickle Fest 2020. Mm-hmm. Geefer, get on the phone. Give me a call. No. Somebody get Geefer on the phone. You don't have people. What are you doing? I'll get somebody. Brian. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. And this is clearly not for John ha- John Hamm, uh, but there is a new niche dating site available. It's um, based out of England, and it's only open to men who have... Below average size junk. Little oh, tallywhackers? Little, yeah. little tiny guy? So you can only sign up if you're packing less than five and a half inches in your pants. The people behind the site say, quote, just like there are men that are smaller than average, there are women who are smaller than average, and they often find sexual intercourse painful. And that's when I learned that I had a shallow vagina. With a little stormtrooper. T- <laughs> what? We're the Millers. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. It's like a little stormtrooper. <laughs> there are, they also say, the founders, there are women who have a fetish with small guys, often playing a dominant role. You think? Yeah. Apparently, there are already 28,000 people signed up for the website, even though it has just launched. Holy cow. It's just a bunch of dudes with little wieners looking yeah. for people that yeah. don't aren't on the website? Like, No, that w- uh, will find them. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure they're loaded with women like all the other rest of the dating websites. Mm-hmm. They say 27% of those who've signed up so far Hot are cougars women. in your area are looking for you. No, they're not. You just want me to click that little... No, they're not looking for me. No, they're not. That's an interesting uh, gathering of gentlemen. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> uh, you got to have that be the case, and then you got to be okay with that. Right. And then you got to... Announce share, it to the world. Yeah, then tell everybody about it. Yeah. So that's... Uh, they're prideful. Yeah, I'd say. Coming out of, you know... Minis. Dating website for everybody. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Oh! 
Five Finger Death Punch on 95.7 The Rock. It is the morning sickness with Brian, Gene, and Scott Robert Shaw. In the newsroom for a three-way. This one is brought to us by Al's Auto Body, the next big fashion trend for men. Yeah. It's pearl necklaces, Shaw. Like pearl necklaces? Like a pearl necklace. Like a... Like a ZZ Top pearl necklace. Like a necklace made of pearls. Yes. Huh. Like you go into Granny's house and you steal her pearls... And you wear them for yourself. I don't no, know that's a good look for you. Not guy. like, because I know that they're very popular with, you know, young, is a, is like a leather with one pearl. Choker. It's not like, it's not, the, is this what this is? Or is this a full-blown? No, full-blown pearl necklace. Oh. This is the trendy new accessory for men, according to the Wall Street Journal. I'll pass. I feel like these people, when they write these articles, they don't come to the Midwest and talk to anybody out here. Because <laughs> I, I ain't seeing any dudes going right. to the bar wearing right. pearl necklaces. Well, maybe uh, for fun, maybe for a costume night or something like that. But when you're dressed up like an old lady, you I don't mean? know if they're At wearing Halloween? this to go out to diggers yeah. one night. You know what right. I mean? Uh, apparently, uh, celebrities like Harry Styles and Pharrell have started wearing them. So has uh, Alice Cooper. Whoa, Pierce Brosnan. Huh? A- yeah, and okay. some other and some other celebrities. Uh, ASAP Rocky is that there's a rapper. So guy. not a choker with one pearl. No, we're talking like, like, like a, a pearl string necklace, a string of pearls. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't think so. They tried the romper, that didn't work. So is this like over a? They a tried. Tux? Uh, they tried uh, what tights? Didn't they try like pantyhose, mantyhose mm-hmm. for men? Yeah. That so didn't is, work. Is this like a white button-up dress shirt and then the pearls I, are just I don't know. In They're just rocking. Like, they're rocking a with pearl a t-shirt? necklace. It doesn't, or a polo. It doesn't really seem like it fits, Shaw. I the whole June Cleaver look, I think, too. Marge Bouvier. Mm-hmm. Go with the Marge Simpson look there. But, uh, yeah. Get your pearls, Shaw. Get ready. Next big fashion trend for men. Yeah, I'll skip that one. I wrote an article for it. It's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to read more. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. And everybody's buying up all the teepee shots, all gone. And I guess if you're concerned, you're going to be quarantined and stuck in your home for weeks, maybe months on end. I, I could see maybe stocking up on a few things, but the, you got people like filling three or four grocery carts with with, te- with toilet paper. It's like, what's wrong with you? How much TP do you need? Well, it's just it's not going to save you from anything. I know people are just man. The TP thing, I just don't, I don't quite grasp the whole TP mm-hmm. thing. But Gene turned me on to this the other day, and I watched it, and uh, it's a pretty interesting interview. And you can believe whatever you want. I know there's people out there with tinfoil hats, and they don't want to believe anything, but but whatever weird website they go to, uh, Rogan. Uh, did an interview with a guy who's an expert, uh, you know, people we should actually listen to, an expert, a guy named Michael Osterholm, uh, infectious disease expert out of the University of Minnesota. He's uh, actually, I think, what did I say, from Walk-On is what I said? Yeah, that's what you said originally. Winona, like, uh, it's he's, where he was he's from the area. Born, but he's... Um, and his interview with, with Rogan was uh, uh, interesting, and I just posted it on our Facebook page, so if you want to uh, give it a watch, uh, do so. He says uh, the coronavirus not going to go away next week. So this right. is as sick as you are of everything. It's not going to just come to an end. And then, would, but- and then we go back to business as usual. No, he says uh, the next three to six months could be like this. We're not going to have a vaccine anytime soon. Correct. So it's going to be our new norm for the time being um, as you know, more and more cases uh, you know, come to light and more and more states get affected by this. He says the pandemic could be 10 to 15 times worse than a bad flu season. He's projecting 96 million cases, 48 million hospitalizations, and 480,000 deaths worldwide over the next wow. three to seven months, which is a big number, you know? Yeah, it is. 
And uh, he also says in his interview with Joe Rogan, not just for old people. I know that we we, we say that they're more susceptible to that. Um, elderly people are uh, compromised with their immune system, have the highest fatality risk. He says uh, lots of horrible cases in people in their 40s and 50s. Um, so far, it hasn't been as serious in children. They don't quite know why that is. Um, there's about four days between when you breathe it in and contact uh, or contract the disease and when you start start to show symptoms um, and uh, contagious during that time as well, Shaw. Primary method is breathing. So they say the best preventative uh best way to prevent it is to avoid large crowds. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why the NBA, the NCAA, and all that mm-hmm. stuff are... And this, this guy's no joke, Shaw. He's a recognized no, expert. He's a regents professor. He's the I'll director of the Center for Infectious <laughs> Disease Research and Policy. I right. mean, he knows his stuff. That's World what Health Organization. He worked with yeah, him for years. Yeah, I mean, that's and, what yeah. he's done his whole entire life. So he, you know, listening to him is like, oh, okay, I like, I can follow what you're saying. And right. it, it is, it, it, I mean, he's he's telling the truth and it's not going to go away. Right. No. And none of these things that he's advising are any form of guarantee either. Right. I mean, just because you wash your hands thoroughly does not, you know, mean that you're necessarily not going to get the coronavirus. Right. But it's a precaution that you should take. The, the question that seems to be on everybody's minds right now is what can I do? Right? right. I mean, give me some guidance here. Well, the unfortunate answer is not that much, really. Right. Uh, the, despite the things, or, you know, in addition to the things we've said, um, They really say washing your hands, try not to touch your face. That's number one. Uh, You can also help protect society. Um, For example, um, some things you can do. Social distancing. Uh, Pretty simple idea. We come into close contact with lots of people all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, But rather than getting in close, try to keep a distance. Instead of, you know, hugging an acquaintance, use a a fist bump or an elbow bump. Uh, You can reduce the risk by making sure kids stay at home when they're sick. Uh, Workplaces, a similar story. If you're an employee, make plans to work from home. Uh, If you're a boss... Be realistic. People are going to get sick sooner or later. Right. Make sure your people have sick leave and find ways to keep the business going if your staff does have to stay home for some time. Uh, if you do get sick, isolate yourself from your family. Wipe down shared surfaces more often. Try not to let your kids stick their hands in their mouths quite so often. Overall, they say don't panic, but don't disregard the news entirely either. There are some reasonable, straightforward steps we can all take to help reduce the burden on health services. So nothing real sexy here, right? I mean, right. It just kind of all the, the, the usual suspects in regards to what you right. can do about it. Um, let's talk in, in regards to quickly about what you should look for in regards to signs because it's mostly just like the flu, right? You get Correct. tired, yes. achy, yeah. um, like like a that. cough. Uh, you know, I think people assume or, or may, maybe people who don't want to educate themselves for whatever reason, you know, think that you turn into a zombie and you die 10 seconds later. No, you know, no, it's no, not, no. Not, not like that at all. No. Some simple things you can do too, Shaw, besides those things, lifestyle. Get seven hours of sleep a night right. and aim yeah. to exercise 30 minutes every other mm-hmm. day. Be healthy. Uh, improve your air quality. That might be something you could do. A humidifier or a HEPA filter to reduce virus particles. Hygiene, you mentioned that. Don't shake hands. Don't touch your face. Mm-hmm. Triple your hand washing time to at least 20 seconds. Use hand sanitizer. This is kind of important. It's at least 60% alcohol, so some right. of them are just junk. Use disinfectant sprays instead of wipes on surfaces around the house and let them sit for three minutes of drying time. Shaw, do have a two-week supply of household items, simple stuff like soap and detergent, canned foods, freezer items, and your prescriptions and over-the-counter medicines. Yeah, have at least a 30-day supply of prescriptions. That's important. Eat your fruits and vegetables, Shaw. Take vitamin D3 and get your flu shot if you haven't done that already. And if you are sick, uh, take zinc daily and some uh, vitamin C as well. Okay. So some health tips besides staying Mm -hmm. away from people. And avoid uh, commonly... 
uh, touched areas like elevator buttons, door <laughs> handles, and handrails uh, as, as much as possible because that's where their germs are going to be. I would say try to go to a respected resource for information as well. Yeah, uh, you if know, you, I if see a lot of people that CDC.gov, which is the Centers for Disease Control, or redcross.org, both right. of their websites this morning have information about how to stay safe from the coronavirus. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, really. Sleep habits and how mm. they can okay. affect your relationship. Now, my wife and I have been together for over 10 years now. We've been married for uh, seven almost, 2013. So we've gotten accustomed to our schedules, Shaw, mm-hmm. our habits. And this isn't just about when you go to bed, when you wake up. This is about How what temperature sleep? What temperature is the room. Okay. Very important, right? Some people need to have the heat on. Some people like me are normal and want the air conditioning on. Ambient noise in the background, right? Do you have the fan on? Do you have some sort of background noise? Do you mm-hmm. sleep with the TV on? Um, you know, tucked in at the end of the bed or untucked. These are just your examples. Some examples of sleep habits, not necessarily just what time you go to bed. Mm-hmm. But I Left get up, the right side of the bed. I mean, that's well, important. Yeah, all that stuff. <clears throat> but uh, a new uh, survey asking people about whether or not they would break up with somebody in a new new relationship if they discovered that their sleep habits were very different. Mm. Okay. And I would say that yes, I probably would. <laughs> And that doesn't mean you work second shift and I work first shift. That's not what we're talking about. Well, I mean, that might be a problem. My wife and I, so I get up at 3 in the morning. I usually tend, to, now lately that I've gotten older, I, I tend to try and go to bed early uh, or as early as possible so I can get the maximum amount of sleep. And if I go to bed before she wants to, then she'll sleep in the guest room. And then when I get up, I wake her up and she goes into the master bedroom and, and will finish her night of sleep in the in the main bed. So uh, we've worked on that. It's uh, you know been a thing, but... We don't swap sides of the bed or any of that stuff, uh, you know. But if we were new and, and dating, it might be a problem, Shaw, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't be alone. Three out of five people say they would break off a new relationship if the person wasn't sleep compatible. Well, if you're <clears throat> sleeping eight hours a day, as they recommend, that's about a third of your life that you're right in those close quarters with someone else. Well, imagine long. imagine you're a person that needs to to be in a cold room, right? Mm-hmm. And you end up with somebody who has to be in a hot room. That just isn't going to work out. And you have to sleep in either separate rooms or come to some kind of compromise. Mm-hmm. My kid got one of those weighted blankets for his birthday and really likes it. Yeah. I don't want to feel a heavy right. thing on top of me. I would feel very trapped. Have you, have you tried it, though? Yeah. Cause he, right. Because you had I, it and want to give it a run? Yeah. Did you actually try to sleep with it on the bed, No, though, or I just, just laid with it on, you know, no, I didn't try to sleep They're really with heavy, it. like 20, 30 pounds. They're like he- yeah. Like, hard to get off you? It just mm-hmm. feels... Uh, okay. Uh, well, you're panicky uh, trapped in a tube lady anyways. Yes. All right. So that's one. Of, I wouldn't like one of those shots. That's what I'm saying. Um, mattress firmness. Nowadays, you've got these great new mattresses yeah, that you apparently can, you can adjust the firmness. And you can the temperature, too. And too. temperature as well. Um, incline or not. or Again, TV on or off, background noise. Uh, and even though it wasn't included in the survey, it probably also means someone who agrees on whether you should be making physical contact as you sleep. And that's a big one for me. We have a massive bed. And uh, that's a must-have. I don't want to have any part of no touching. No, I don't want her on me. I don't want the dog on me. What's that? No spooning. No, not while I'm trying to sleep. Get off me. You want to spoon and sleep? Yeah, yeah. All the time. Uh huh. That's gross. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) You're gross. That's disgusting. No, it's not. Why is it disgusting? How can you sleep when you're touching somebody? 
it's the person I love. Why would I not touch well, them? Well, you touch them, then you say, okay, now the touching's done. I'm now asleep, it's... right, when this is happening. You, you know, can't you... sleep when you're touching somebody. That's impossible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'd be so mad. Get off of me! Oh, man. If we could have a bigger bed, I would get a bigger you bed. You have a king-size bed. Yeah, and it's still not big enough. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know what it's like when you get one dog in the bed. Well, there's your problem. Well, the little dog has to be in the bed. Because she's just annoying. And if she's not in the bed, it's too late. We've spent, what, six years of her life putting her in the bed. So she's in the bed, which is fine. Because she snuggles up to my wife. I, I have made... There's the touching. It's yeah, the dog right. and his wife. That's who's touching. But, like, if my wife... You know, like, okay, all right, you got a kiss. And I said, I love you. Now go to sleep and leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep, too. Man, you got issues, dude. I don't have issues. I'm like everybody else. You're the one with issues. Uh, Just they're spooning in your sleep. Right. Yes. Also, the average, this one seems very low. According to this new survey about people and their sleep habits and whether or not they would break up with somebody if they weren't sleep compatible, the average person has 26 bad nights of sleep every year to try to accommodate their significant other's sleeping needs. Just 26. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I'm having bad sleep because I'm accommodating right. his needs. I'm just having bad sleep sometimes. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and that, again, that number seems very low. It seems like, I mean, that's uh, you know, I could see the snoring. Month, like that wasn't on there at all. Right. Like that's disruptive. And if it doesn't get solved somehow with a CPAP or there's some or that even maybe that there's that, right. it's sleeping next to a machine, right? As I've gotten older, I, I I can see why people back in the 50s and 60s had separate beds. You know what I mean? I figured that's where you're going with this. Or, or maybe a separate room. Now that we have two separate, like, we have three bedrooms. You've got so many places oh, to not God, be dude. near her when you're it sleeping. It is so <laughs> great. I really should have splurged on You got a couple the, couches. You I, got three bedrooms, I, I made a mistake, though. I made a mistake, Shaw. There's two mistakes that I made uh, when we bought our new house. Number one, I went cheap on the new mattress in the spare bedroom downstairs. Mm-hmm. Because it's a queen size. And I said to the guy, look, I don't care. It's just going to be for people coming over our house. I don't care if they're not comfortable. Well, I sleep on that bed when I don't sleep in the master bedroom. And that mattress is not comfortable at all. At all. It's terrible. And I've slept <laughs> down there guests. more than I care to. And they're usually had the mattress, the, the mattress in the room upstairs, the guest room up there, is just a twin. So it's very small. So then I have problems with the size of that one. And the couch that we have in the basement, Ooh, while comfortable to, to sit on, is not comfortable to lay on. I made mistakes, Shaw. I made I made some serious errors in judgment here. If you're recording this, Brian's admitting mistakes. Well, they're my mistakes for me. They're, I don't care about. I don't make mistakes when it comes to other people. These are just my mistakes mm-hmm. for me. Okay, you know what I'm saying, Shaw? Sure. What's Susie got? Is that ice cream? What's going on? What is that ice cream? What do we got? I don't know. Walking around with bowls of stuff. I don't know. All right. Three out of five people, though, Shaw, would break off with somebody huh. if they uh, had an incompatible sleep habit. I think over time, you just work it out. You mm-hmm. know? Well, yeah. I mean, you get used to the person after a while. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you notice right away that there's a beer, you know, a huge problem, you got to... Yeah, if you got them. a weighted blanket and I start dating you, Sean, yeah. I'm out. I can't feel right. trapped like that. Forget that. further no. that relationship? Uh-uh. Like, why do you got to be trapped when you're sleeping? That's just weird. Well, that's the same thing if you have somebody's arm over you while you're getting spooned. No, and you're trapped. They're not trapped. <laughs> you're trapped. Get your big, heavy, stupid arm off me, you big dummy. Oh, Go to your God. side of the bed. There's a reason there's two sides of this damn thing. <laughs> Go over there. <laughs> when we got our first king-size bed, it was great because we had been sleeping on, a, a, a like, a full-size mattress, and so we were on top of each other the whole time, and... That's not fun. And, and then we got a king size, and it was like we had space. two different zip codes. It was right, wonderful, exactly. man. I loved it. It was great. All right. We went from a full size to a, a queen. queen. We did, oh, my gosh. Too. What a difference it made. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Oh, oh, oh.
Why are we listening? Is there a Zamboni story or yeah, something? Yeah, we're talking hockey. Okay, what about it? Chance the Rapper. As they say in hockey, <laughs> let's do that hockey. <laughs> we don't say that in hockey, actually. I, I feel so bad for this kid. I feel bad. I mean, it's great that he set a record, but they didn't win the game. This poor kid. High school hockey goalie from Colorado. Uh-huh. Performance of a lifetime in the state championship game. Tying a national record for saves made. But it wasn't enough to oh, get the win. no. Fort Collins junior Sam Simon stopped the first 84 shots. Get out. That he saw from top-seeded Valor Christian on Tuesday night. Do you know anything about hockey? 84 shots is a lot. Like a lot, lot. Now, granted, the game went to five overtimes. So there's <laughs> some of that in there, right? So not only do you play the 60 minutes, but then you play five overtimes. Oh, my god! Got all that time on the ice. You're stopping 84 shots. How many do you let in? Simon's teammates... Failed to get anything past Valor Christian goalie Trey Hirschfield as the game went to five OTs. Finally, with just over two minutes left in the fifth overtime, Evan Pejos beat Simon with a nifty deke Ugh. to win the championship. So he let one goal slip by him. That's 80, it. 84 out of 85 shots he faced in five overtimes. And they won? Simon won was, to nothing? Yeah, and it goes beyond that, too. This is for the entire state. This isn't the only game they play. They don't just go to the state championship game. They got to okay. play rounds beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simon nearly unbeatable in Fort Collins. Four playoff games. He stopped 206 of 211 shots against him. Holy cow. A .976 save percentage, including 56 in a double overtime quarterfinal victory. Dude. Simon said, quote, obviously we're disappointed. (laughs) It's a save I could make all night long. I just didn't make it. I kind of let them down a little bit. No, your team let you down. You they, did not. They, you got let down by the offense, man. The forwards, the wingers, those guys let you down. You let one through, one. Simon's 84 saves tied the national high school record set by Jamie Ramsey of Flint Northern, which is in Michigan, back in 1987, a record that's been around for over 30 years now. Minnesota high schooler Tony Bruns made 98 stops in a 12-0 loss in 2016, but his mark is not recognized by the National Federation of State High School Associations. Imagine that. You stop 98 shots, but you, you let 12 pass you. Yeah. 84 out of 85 shots this kid stopped, and the one that got by him was in the fifth overtime, and his team couldn't get one. <laughs> I think more. I think his team only had like 35 shots in the game. So, mm-hmm. dude, when you see a goalie take 84 shots, I mean, you're watching something special. I mean, that's a, that's a hell of a guy. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. What are we going to do in March without any sports? I mean, no, this, I was actually amped, amped up yesterday for the Big Ten tournament. and I was going to watch basketball funny, and daydream today. Yeah, funny, I was going to do that yesterday. Funny you should ask. <laughs> Tell me. New survey of people brand new shop asking them what you would do if you were stuck in your house for two weeks which we're which not is, yet but which we're not but that tends to be about the uh that's the length the, of the quarantine the time frame for the quarantines and uh number one on the list watch tv and movies a lot of yep. binging there's going to be a lot of that netflix is going to be real popular yep netflix hulu a lot of stuff on amazon prime whatever disney plus you're you're watching uh number two on the list of things people would do if they were stuck in their house for two weeks and they okay. had a bunch of free time on their hands, read more books. I was just going to say, read a book, yeah. Finally get those books out, right? Mm-hmm. I got all this time in the world. What am I going to do? Why not read a book? This isn't cleaning things? Do I have to move my stove? Is that on I there? Think, no, I think this is... This is just chilling? Gene wants to be the sadist. 
Instead of seeing it as a two-week vacation where you can enjoy some time and relax Shaw. and get caught up on things that maybe you would enjoy. You know what I'm the saying? The sadomasochist over you here. Gotta the, move that the punisher over here on the other side of the counter. That's not on there? Why don't we as a family get together and move every frigging appliance in the house right. and, and clean we'll just clean it. everything? I've been waiting for this day to come. Clean, slaves, clean. Just That's whipping people. A, the, come on, man. A house project isn't on there, though? No, like, you've it's been not. Given time people want to like, just stain relax. Something, Shaw? Like the, Why don't we get out back in the yard and stain the fence? <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? You get no. time to do that, finally. No, no one wants to be around well, you. Did you hear number one? Watch TV. Would We're sitting s- on our butts, Gene. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, if somebody gave me two weeks to be at home, I'd probably yeah. get something done. Sleeping, <laughs> relaxing, taking it easy. Oh, my God. Enjoying life. Who are these people, Sean? You're going to die a miserable person if you don't relax. What's your deal, man? First thing out of her mouth, Shaw. What are we moving the stove? <laughs> There's work to be done. Based on your answer to this question about the survey, you move the stove every time you have a minute off. No, I don't, though. That's the thing. Number three on the list of things people would do if they were stuck in their house for two weeks, Shaw. Mess around on the internets. Oh, yeah. It'll kill some time. Mess around on the internet. Don't you do that every day? God. Why do we let her in here? <laughs> Debbie Downer. Of, wah, I can go wah. home and be just fine. Spe- well, yeah, so you want to move your stove. Why don't you go do it? Number four, spend quality family time. Sure. Do yeah. a, uh, Board games or yeah. whatever. Number five, do a hobby like knitting or painting. Mm-hmm. Bust out a puzzle. Do a puzzle show, a thousand piece. Sure. Uh, number six on the list, use sh- uh, social media. This one, I'm surprised it's uh, so low. Number seven on the list of things people would do if they were stuck in their house for two weeks. Learn a new skill. Be something you could do. If you're going to be on the internet, maybe YouTube some videos on stuff you could do. I speak the French. <laughs> there you go. Take, take uh, you know, what is that? Uh, the online where you they say a word, babble. you say a babble. word. There you yeah, go. Yeah, get yeah, the babble. Yeah. Uh, and number eight, this one's interesting. Talk to people on the phone. This would be a good time to call your friends, yeah, family. You know, have a nice long conversation as opposed to, you know, the quick little emails and messages. Man, what is your deal Have today? you talked to your family lately, Brian? Yeah. Are you going to do that over the next couple of weeks? Not, not no. Uh, no. I mean, because I've already done it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not taking extra time up. to have a deep, dark, wow. in-depth conversation. Hey, sister-in-law. How's did, so, the... did someone poop on your yard today or something? No, What's I'm doing all right. But this half of this is garbage. None of it's garbage. It's people just chilling out at their house, wanting to relax. Talking to their relatives they haven't talked it's to a, in a long It's time. the last thing. 2% of people said that, all right? It's not all like right. a whole One big... One crazy person said I'm going to call my mom. Not a big amount of people. My mom. Why don't we just move all the appliances? I'm just saying, sometimes you want to, for instance, we haven't stained the stuff in our basement and we've been trying to get to this project. This would be a Your good kids time. are never coming back to visit you. Yeah, they will. If I have all what the you're food doing, and if the that's things. What, if that's what you're doing to them when they have two weeks oh, off. Those poor kids don't school's have canceled. any Why? time to Why themselves. is school canceled? Now we have to be at home with mom while yeah. she makes us clean everything. Yeah, mad at the one already driving in for things they were supposed to do last night <laughs> that they didn't. So don't worry about them. Yeah, and I thought it was supposed to be me that was the malcontent. Oh, you are. I just want to chill out of my house by, by myself and my dogs. That's no different than what you do every day. Yeah, that's great. I have a good time doing <laughs> it. It's wonderful. Game. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. I wrote a story about a woman who uh, was getting some interest on the internet for her pasta sandwich. I don't know if you saw this. No. When I was. It's uh, a pasta sandwich exactly what it sounds like, Shaw. Okay. You take mm. pasta, you put it into some bread, and you make a pasta sandwich. 
Uh, the weird thing about her sandwich is it's just a piece of bread with some, like, noodles in it. It's a lot of starch. So it's As like a spaghetti taco? Kind of, yeah. But, see, when I was, when I was, I'm trying to think of how old I was at the time. I think I was around 18 years old. I had just gotten kicked out of my parents' house, and I was working at Kenny Rogers Roasters. Yeah. And have you ever been to a Kenny Rogers Roasters? No, I'm not. Kenny. They, uh. <laughs> what do they do? Well, they do rotisserie-style chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get with that. all the sides. Okay. And, uh, you know, coleslaw, cornbread muffin, a lot of delicious stuff, mashed potatoes. One of the sides was mac and cheese. Sure. And they have that delicious, gooey, like, real, real cheesy, creamy. Oh, yeah, real mm. big time. Well, one of the things we also offered was a uh, chicken pita sandwich. And we had the pita bread in the drawer, the heat drawer, right? Yeah, so they come out warm and fresh and moist. You open them up, and then you put the, you know, the, the rotisserie chicken in there. Sure. Score a little, you know, mayo or whatever they want on top of that. Good to go. Well, I was getting sick and tired of eating the same damn chicken every day. <laughs> so what did I do? You put the mixed it up. mac and cheese. I put the, the lime and the coconut, man. I Atta bing, boy. the light went off, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? My favorite thing is mac and cheese. I, I'm always looking for this portability with the mac and cheese, right? We had this discussion mm-hmm. a while ago. You want to take it with you. So what I did was I took one of the pita things, because those are freaking delicious. I opened it up, put a couple of spoonfuls of mac and cheese in there. Every single one of my coworkers at Kenny Rogers Roasters look like me. Look at me like I have three, you know, heads growing out of my neck. And uh, I ate my sandwich. It was delicious. It was wonderful. So I got no problems with this woman. Now that I'm older, I'm thinking more. If you could get some kind of real thick, gooey mac and cheese, and you get like a pretzel bun. We talked about this oh, with man. garlic bread and lasagna. Remember, yeah, it was like, like let's put the lasagna in between the, the two mm-hmm. garlic breads. Buttery, super buttery. So it's with like, like a lasagna real garlic pieces bread of garlic on it. Oh yeah, sandwich shaw. Especially if you roast that garlic shaw, if you take that and you saute it a little bit, throw it in the oven, let it bake down, get all nice and brown. Then Delicious. It, oh, man. You spread that on there like a butter. Mm. Friggin' A. This woman, though, uh, I wrote an article. You can read more about it on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. But she getting, I, I will say she's got an upper game. Like, if you're going to make a pasta sandwich, come on, lady. Like, let's go. Like, let's get she some sauce or some some kind of. dry? It's dry sandwich? Also, in the realm of pasta, did you see the spaghetti prank? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You cl- you can cl- if you pick the wrong sauce for spaghetti, you put it in the dryer or the washing machine, and then all the sauce goes away, but the spaghetti stays. You didn't see the prank, no? Still. Be on the lookout if your kids all. Oh hit. come on! FYI. How dumb do you have? Like, if you're going to be sequestered, if you're going to be quarantined, be on the lookout. You don't have you to put shop, sauce in your dryer. And I'm then just it goes saying, to- be on the lookout. Oh I'm just saying, letting you know. I'm just warning you. I you know I'm on the internet a lot. I see a lot of things, and that was one of the things I saw. If you're trapped at home with the kids. Look out! They might be looking to pull one over on you. Yeah, putting spaghetti in the in the washing machine. With sauce. So be on the lookout for that, Gene. I'll kill him. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, I hope now more than ever they do it. They're funny. not that dumb. They're not. They're, they got questionable moments, but that is, they're not that, no. They would know that I would kill them. They would put me putting the sauce in there going, this is a terrible idea. I would have done it. Yeah, I know, but you did all the wrong things. Yeah, I lived a life. I have a lot of great stories to tell. You do, yeah. but you did all the wrong things. That's when you get great stories, when you do bad stuff. It's awesome. That's not bad. That's just dumb. Yeah, and it's great because now I have a good story to tell. About how your mom killed you for putting spaghetti sauce in the dryer? <laughs> Ever tell you about the time that I like hit my head on a rock and I pretended I had amnesia and I didn't remember who she was? Yes. For like two she days. Oh, the- she was so pissed. <laughs> and she's busting out the flashlight trying to check my pupils like she's some kind of nurse. Yeah. Get your father's flashlight. I'm like, who are you, strange lady? I'm like, stop yelling at me. I had my buddy Scott in on it with me too. My buddy Scott, because he was with me, and I was like, dude, pretend you to, pretend I don't know you. Like, go, you know, go with it. And yeah. <laughs> oh man. But she still talks to you. Is kind of amazing. Did I ever tell you about the time my mom caught me having sex with a girl when I was 17 yes. in my bedroom? That That's was hilarious. 
That's an. Are you going to school? I guess not. I guess you're not going to school today. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.